Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, everybody? This is Bam Erickson here for Afterbus TV for Power Season 5, Episode 4, titled Second Chances. So we got Arturo the Snitch, who's in the building. We're going to talk to him. Second question. So are you Team Tasha, Team Mama Estelle, or Team Ghost? Mm -hmm. Final topic. Proctor checks ghosts, and he got baby mama problems. Let's go! You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz hey. I say this is a big rich, rich town. town. Hey. Hey. I just come from the poorest part. We gonna make this work. Black life, city lights. I gotta make it. This is where it goes down. After show, <laughs> what a day. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Monday. Okay, Monday. So I'm Bam Erickson. I think we all agree that um, this is a good episode. Yes or no? Yes. A lot yeah. of juice. A lot of juice. Yep. Okay. So um, again, I'm Bam Erickson. I want to introduce the panel. I'm Jimmy V. I'm Jill Monroe. I am Robin Ayers. Okay. So Robin, hit it. <laughs> Guys, okay. <laughs> you love day. Listen, we see you all up in the live chat. Like, where are you guys? But it's for a really good reason. We have with us today, you guys know him as our tutor on uh, Power, but we have today, you guys, Victor Almanzar. Thank you so much for coming in Woo! the building with us. Thank hey, you guys for having me. Yeah, we Absolutely. got beef, so we got a lot to discuss with yes, you, Yes, we do, man. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so um, I, in one of my hashtags, I think I, I called you I, uh, uh, your character, Arturo the Snitch. So uh-huh. let's just go right into your storyline. <laughs> so after Angela has a meeting with Donovan where she drops off the files for Raymond uh, Jones, mm-hmm. uh, she goes into the office and immediately John Mock, Attitude, rolling his eyes, Cooper Sacks, mm-hmm. eats a donut. They totally disregard <laughs> this woman, yet she seems to have all the information. I mean, is she doing a good job or a bad job, or are they just being haters? What do you think? I think they're just being haters. They're being haters. They don't mess with Angela, and they want to take her down, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah. she's dirty. So. I mean, yeah. but on the surface, it definitely looks like she's doing her job. Like, I loved how they built this episode up to where she looks like, man, Angela's got this in the bag, and then all of a sudden, boom, mm-hmm. you know? So, And so, as they're having the conversation, um, she, she mentions that they have um, they have one applications for both Alicia and uh, Diego Jimenez mm-hmm. on multiple charges. And so, of course, there's the banter. You know, John Mock is always the first one that want to throw questions, and then Cooper Sacks always has something but then Angela said but there is something you know in regards to them being in the city she was like not only do we think that they're in the city Mm -hmm. but she also knows that the distro who they suspect is Arturo Magdalena and so then later they go and bring him into question I love that scene I love that scene because you folded rather quickly. Man, you, <laughs> no, you folded like a napkin. Right, let, let's give you, let, Victor, yeah. hold on. We're going to give you some props real quick. Because yeah. you didn't go, you didn't fold like so quick. It was like, he was like, uh, I need a lawyer. Uh, <laughs> all right, fine. I had to just You know what I'm saying? It took a, it took a few seconds. But uh, what was that scene like for you? How, how fun was that scene? 
I mean, it was very, very fun. I did a lot of work, a lot of backstory on who my character was leading into this scene. Mm -hmm. So I knew there was a lot on stake, and I knew what I wanted for my organization itself. And I knew that I had taken a body that wasn't my body. And I know what that means in the street. And I also know what it means to snitch in the street. So it was a complicated scene, but at the same time, uh, this character, from my back, on my own backstory, the work that I did was, uh, in a way, looking out for himself, mm-hmm. which uh, I had to justify for him because uh, me myself, who I am, I don't think I will move that in that in those lanes. <laughs> but for this character, there's always a circumstance that somebody would do something that they didn't think they would do. So I had to justify it for him. Well, you know, what's interesting is the first thing that Medina says is he says that um, he says that um, that that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, Arturo only served two weeks in juvie, and he goes, what a gangster you are. So what do you think that, what do you guys think that says about his character? Do you think that he's smart, being that he's been able to avoid jail, or does that mean that he's really a wankster? I feel like he has to have some type of intelligence mm-hmm. to him, mm-hmm. you know, because he's in a position where he has some type of responsibility. Mm-hmm. I think he saw an opportunity since nobody was claiming the body. He knew that, yeah, it's a risk, but, you know, you can step up and see some other things. I mean, we, yeah. we don't know. We don't know what happened on the street just because, you know, we, he might have mad bodies, but not the, you know, mm-hmm. the jail sentence to prove it. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And, and Victor, you tell you tell us, but um, I kind of also think that he had a little bit of a, of a wave to ride because his cousin Uriel, you know what I'm saying? It's like you got that power. You're going to sort of like ride on that power. But I agree with you, Jill, because he has to be smart in order to have played the cards that he played to end up in the position that he's in. Because mm-hmm. even if you take it back to the episode uh, three, just past that, but not this one, but the one before mm-hmm. where um was it the one before where he introduced the the team to uh, to Dre? He was like, "This is our new boss." So he, he's in I a was position. Episode two. Episode okay. two. Okay, yeah. thank you for that. Um, and so he's in a position of power. So he's got to be playing his cards mm-hmm. right. I, I will. I will agree with that. What do you think, Victor? Well, coming in like um, from my backstory, I my character. I believe he looked up to you, Rio, and he wanted to be like kind of like in the position that he was in. And I believe he, since they related their cousins, they talked a lot about taking over and how they were going to do that. And I believe the reason that he took the body, I agree with you. He was very smart as far as like taking opportunities. And he knew by doing that, he was going to get closer to the cartel mm-hmm. and I like, probably put himself in a better position. But at the same time, he didn't like really took care of analyzing the consequences behind this choice. And, you know, he's a little young, I believe, and that's the reason why they chose him over um, uh, the other second-in-command of the Toros Locos because they knew that he didn't know his way around as as much. He might have the heart, he might have the intelligence, but he didn't have the the way, the, the know how to move in those rooms with those 
uh, top hitters. So then another question. So with Dre covering up um, for Arturo, Diego knowing Arturo was lying and then killed the innocent men, you have 2-Bit and Spanky. They're mad at your character for taking credit, and now you just blab the whereabouts of Alicia and Diego. So a question to you is... What has Arturo got himself into? Like, what? What's next? <laughs> mm-hmm. Death. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like he's in too deep. Um, uh, but I gotta tell you that he's in very risky waters. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, you could you could smell it coming. Like anybody that snitches, and you said it yourself, mm-hmm. snitches get stitches, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> so you know he's uh, he's in a tough situation. So you know he he's probably trying to analyze himself and see how he could get himself out of this hole. But it's a tough, it's a tough position. He's saying like he didn't have a chance. He didn't have a chance. He walked into this game without knowing what he was getting into, and they already had, um, uh, so many things planned out before he even got there. So he thinks he might know what he's doing, but you know, he he, he went in blind. Mm-hmm. Victor, can you take us back to when you had to take out those three guys? Um, did, <laughs> did your character know what he was doing at that time? Um, uh, I the way I played it as as the character that this was the first time really really killing someone in uh in close range people he got range and having the bodies right in front of you I played it that way that this was my first time doing that mm-hmm. um uh, the reason why I, why I played it like that is because it's more interesting and because since the backstory is that this character is younger. I think this was the first time that he got to prove himself in front right, of yeah. Diego, in front of Dre. And he didn't really get to kill Lorenzo. So this is the first time that he gets to get some type of revenge for the people he thought was trying to play him and uh, Uriel. So these people were following Lorenzo. So this is the first time that he actually got some type of revenge. Because Lorenzo wasn't him and he knew that. So this is the first time he's actually doing something like that. So he had a mix of anger and a mix of, you know, a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit of fear of his first, like, close encounter, like shooting someone. Mm-hmm. I believe that that's what happened with him. Yeah. And, and we also have a live chat. So if there's anyone in the live chat who has any questions for Victor, um, you guys can uh, send some questions as we continue the conversation. I want to go a little bit further into the storyline. So with the crystal ball, um, um, with crystal ball, when he was instructed to drive Dre to the depart location of Alicia and, and Diego, um Alicia says we have a certain system too and I want you to show Crystal Ball how to operate the books in the club so he can run things here when we expand. So this system for me I interpret this um I do see some co- I do see some color issues. I do think that I do think that Diego um does not like Dre. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Not only because he's smart, he's business savvy, and that Diego is is a is Diego is a is a mess up. Mm-hmm. But also, I I see some color issues in the sense of of could it be that that Dre is not respected amongst the others because he's black? Possibly, mm-hmm. possibly. I mean, I think that's a real thing that happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's culturally, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and him not knowing Spanish, and you know, they're they're speaking Spanish around him. I just. Well, I mean, and, and that's actually, I don't know. We, we don't know the, uh, the answer to that. I mean, I guess we can have our uh, our assumptions and opinions on it. But Michelle Elliott in the chat room, she wanted to know, because there are so many Latinos um, who speak Spanish on set, do you guys speak Spanish with each other offset much? 
Uh, yes, it happens a lot. Um, but also, like, we are from New York, too, so we tend to gravitate towards, you know, to, towards English. But from time to time, we say some words in Spanish here and there. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, we, we do speak Spanish sometimes, but most of the time we speak English. Yes. Got you. You know, it's interesting to hear you talk about your character because one who's not an actor, like myself, um, you would tend to think anybody who's a gangster, you just go in there, you play a gangster, right? You pull out a gun and you do whatever you do. But you're talking about there's a there's a lot more work that goes into that. You thought about the character and how young the, the character is and how he had to portray that he didn't kill anybody before. So that's how he had to act in that scene so I mean it's, it's pretty interesting to hear you talk that way so um, you know that's just a, an observation yeah. but it's pretty good mm-hmm. um, thank you thank you um, also with um, so when Dre and Crystal Ball had conversation toward the late, the end of the episode when they were beef kind of uh, um, disagreeing um, Crystal Ball says we think we have a rat and yes. Dre, and Dre yeah. somewhat kind of just dismisses the situation what it, what do you guys think? Because Crystal Ball kind of says in the back, what is Crystal Ball's relationship? Do you think that? Do you think that he's closer to to Arturo? Do you or like? Because he's kind of like in the middle, and I'm just trying to figure out what do you guys think in regards to with, with this whole rat situation? And Victor, I'm sorry, I have to just have to call it like I is, like it is. Arturo's gonna be dead. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna be sad. He's, he, he'll be dead. Episode eight, nine, hell, probably six. But the reality is, um, with so many people involved in this, and 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 people not knowing that mm-hmm. Arturo actually is is a rat, this can go a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. So I'm just wondering, being that crystal ball is kind of like in the neutral part. I'm wondering what side is he gonna take. Yeah, I'm not sure. I feel like Crystal Ball is looking at Dre. I mean, mm-hmm. because Dre has been doing some outlandish stuff and the plan keeps getting bigger and bigger mm-hmm. and more bodies keep piling up. Mm-hmm. So I think that he is, you know, you can't back off from it completely because mm-hmm. this is business and mm-hmm. you guys are in bed together. But I think that um, he's backing off from Dre slightly because there's a lot of problems that are coming from this connection. Things that, um, issues that... It, in different sort of ways from the things that happened with Ghost and Tommy. Yeah. Hmm. Um, um, so now, in regards to you, Victor, how did you get this role? Uh, audition. Mm-hmm. Audition. Um, uh, I remember there were uh, audition first for a police officer, one of the officers, the one that found the, the bullet on the wall. Oh, okay. Audition a role. And then uh, I went back in for this role specifically, and uh, they liked what I did, and, uh, and that, that was it. And so did longer you, arc. Did, she, <laughs> did you audition one time, or was it a call? Did you have callbacks for it? No, I didn't have a callback. Mm-hmm. It was just one time, and uh, they like what I did, and maybe because also I look a little bit like Uriel too. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, uh, I mean, as far as like the head style and the beard and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But uh, they like what I did, and uh, they called me in, and uh, and it was a blessing. I was just thankful that uh, I was the one. Because auditions go, like, it could go either way. It's so many little things. In audition, you could go to 50 auditions, and you might get one. Right, so, right, yeah. So you know, I was just blessed that uh, that it was me and that they liked that the, the work that I did. So, Victor, so much on this particular episode has happened, and we're going to discuss it. But I want to get, or I'm sure we all want to hear your perspective just as a viewer. I know you're part of the show, but when you watch it back, what your thoughts are. So, Bam, let's get into the episode because there's so much to talk about. Um, So, um, well, okay. 
uh, continue with the so continuing with the task force. So, <laughs> what were you guys' thoughts on um, Alicia and Diego? So once they brought it, so once Alicia and Diego was caught, then we had them come back to the precinct, mm-hmm. and then voila, that was Steve a, comes in yeah. and then yeah. drops the ball, and then he takes over the interrogation of Alicia. Yeah. So, what are you guys' thoughts on Steve and Alicia and the unmonitored uh, conversation? It's something more to mm-hmm. that Steve Definitely. guy. Definitely. You know? I mean, the fact that he just wouldn't even give the information that he, you know, he was just mm-hmm. like, it's above your pay grade. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to say, uh, he was just making it sound like everything was just completely not mm-hmm. for them to know. But um, there's definitely something up that I'm interested to mm-hmm. find out more about. Um, I was interested because of how comfortable Alicia was and how she knew nothing was going to go down. She brought up excellent points about mm-hmm. the less crime on the border, no drug mules, things like that. We know that the government at times gets in bed with um, certain situations that right. can benefit on both sides and funding and, you know, you rub my back, I rub yours. Um, or is it scratch? Same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I, I just feel like there's definitely more to this situation and though they didn't know each other, Alicia somehow knew that she was cool. And the fact that she pointed out, hey, you guys keep Diego. She's about to try and knock Diego off, and Dre is going to be the one that she's going to go to to have it done. Which was very surprising because to knock off your own brother out of your own business, that that shows she's yeah. got no remorse for anything. Yeah, But it also shows that, well, let's just look at Diego's track record. So he ran up a $60,000 tab. Right. He's always on drugs. He right. is a problem. He is a major. He, he's a major problem, and so liability. and so, the sister, as you can tell, is always uh, is always um, defending her brother. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they got called in, arrested right before she was getting ready to go to Mexico, Mexico for a couple of days, simply because he left his gun at the the um, the, the, the tra- trap house. The, yeah. the, the, the trap house. Yeah. Well, Sh- she planted the gun, right? Well, we found out that she because isn't that what what was uh, discussed? That's yeah. what was discussed. But I needed some clarification. Maybe Victor, you can uh, clarify with the gun that was used um, when uh, when Arturo, you know, did the, the shootout, gold gun. The, the gold gun. What happened? Who did did we miss something? I, no, 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 no. I think I think you was you was right. I think that that's what was implied that uh, Alicia planted the gun for him. Mm-hmm. And uh, because, you know, because of what you guys are talking, he, he is being reckless. So you could tell in that episode that she's not happy with him. Mm-hmm. And like you right. She has no remorse. And uh, it's crazy. But, you know, like it gives you a window of how the cartels really work, you know, because mm-hmm. on, on all these shows, you really, people do research and people have advisors that tell you how things work. So mm-hmm. watching that episode, I was like, wow, these people are so powerful. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a own, their own government in a way. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think, I think you guys are right on the, right on the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so before we let you go, um, we just want to let, we just want to, again, thank you for, for, for chatting with us via Skype. I know you're in New York. Uh, it's, it's late there. Um, is there anything you can tell us in regards to your character, your storyline, um, and then any other future stuff that you have? Um, uh, yeah. Um, uh, when I go back to the barbershop, when I go back hanging out, don't try to test me because I'm not a doodle. I'm not a snitch. I heard you've been snitching in these streets, Victor. Uh, that's right. <laughs> know the difference between Victor and Arturo, right? Yeah. <laughs> Big difference, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but you know, uh, it, it was it, that character is definitely fun. It's definitely different than uh, all the characters I play because I tend, 
to go for roles like that, but I, I like this one in particular because he's a tough guy, but at the same time, it's a guy that, uh, you know, is a little bit uh, shifty, you mm -hmm. know, so uh, I have fun, mm -hmm. you know, playing with this character, so... So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to see what happens in the in the next couple of episodes. Um, mm -hmm. uh, to see how how the work that I did came across, and just to see, like you guys saying, as a fan, like mm -hmm. the development of the whole arc of uh of the of this uh of this season. Mm -hmm. And uh, for, as as far as myself, right now I have a movie out on Showtime. It's called Eleven Fifty Five, which I co-wrote. It's a semi semi base on my life. Mm -hmm. It's called Eleven Fifty Five. Just the numbers. I'm, uh, and also, I'm writing a TV pilot right now, and uh, I got some music coming mm -hmm. out. I got an EP coming out soon, and uh, you could follow me at uh, Vamansar2, which is Victor uh, Victor Almanzar on Instagram. You could find me. It's gonna be V A L M A N Z A R two, or you could go into my website VictorAlmanzar.com, or uh, for my music Kazike1.com. C A Z I K E one dot com. So yeah, there's a movie out. There's a few things that I got going. So looking forward for the next few several months and next year is gonna be amazing. Nice. Great. Thank you. Thank you again. Thank you, Victor. Appreciate you, Victor. Thank you again. And thank you I'll, guys. And thank I'll, you. Really appreciate you all. Well, thank you so much. And we would love. I mean, I would love to say. You know, we would love to have you back, but I'm sorry. I think, I think Arturo is not going to be around much longer, but, you know, but great job we to you. never know. Okay. 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 We're definitely, we're definitely going to watch and uh, thank you again. And you guys, you guys can follow him on Instagram. He also um, has a video out on YouTube called, um, I just watched it. It's called, uh, Jeez, what let is my it? people go. Yes, yes, let my people go. Yes, uh, job Check well done for that as well. And so again, we want to thank you again, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. All. Thanks, Victor. All right. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, so continuing with the task force. Yes. So um, we've talked a little bit about Alicia's relationship with Diego, but let's move a little bit further. So Angela's pissed, right? Because Steve goes and takes. The Her thing that she's fish. been asking for. Yeah. So she goes, are the Jimenez paying you off? Someone else? Maybe Blanca. That's just me. And then she says, did you use me? Was any of this real? In my notes, I said, y'all met at noon, went to dinner at eight, y'all slept <laughs> together by midnight. <laughs> Was what real? Get the F out of here. Yeah. Was what real? The attraction, the the yeah. interest. He said he was a fan of her. Remember when he first met her, he knew who she was right off. So for me, red flags. But for her, she was probably trying to use him to get over ghosts too. Of course, but mm -hmm. and to defend Angela, they had dinner on Monday. She came back Tuesday night, but that's besides. <laughs> <laughs> All right, details. Uh, um, and just on a side note, is Ta is is Angie using the same phone that she uses to uh, text Tasha and Steve? Because I. I didn't see the switching of the mm -hmm. phone, but in, in, the, in the first scene, it was a different it was a different sound. Um, but then the, the other scene, it was the same sound that we heard with Tasha. So I'm wondering, is she using the same phone? I, I don't want to think I think I feel like the whole purpose of her giving Tasha a burner phone. And this one was, you know, no face, no case. That's so right. I can't mm -hmm. believe that Angie would be that stupid. Mm -hmm. But. She's slipping, so I don't know. I, I would hope know. not. I That's hope the not. same thing that I was trying to say. Like, I really don't like that she's keep, even keeping the phone right there. I mean, she's just being messy about the whole situation. Very slippery. That's mm -hmm. right. 
So, real quick, guys, um, after, buzzers, after Buzzers, I'm talking too fast, our network produces after shows for nearly all your favorite TV shows, from dramas, reality, TV, sci-fi, and more. This network works hard to serve TV fans, but we need your help. We are asking that you subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. You know, the one that you're watching right now, After Buzz TV Dramas, that's where you can catch us all the time. And you won't have to get notifications for all the shows, just the shows on drama and us especially. So make sure you're hitting that subscribe button if you're on iTunes. Make sure that you are hitting that off and leaving us with five stars. And we appreciate all the comments. Shout out to you guys in the chat again. And thanks for being the best fans and helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. Now, can we talk about Terezi, Kanan, mm-hmm. Ghost, Tommy, and the triple, quadruple cross? I say the only person that made an impact and left this episode kind of unscathed was Kanan. How are we feeling about this double, triple team cross? I have some questions. Okay, what's what's question? So, my first question is, okay, we know that Ghost and Kanan agreed that Tommy was getting too close to his Italian mob family, and they needed to rein that back and make Tommy unattractive mm-hmm. to them. So, my question is, did Kanan go off the cuff with his little plan to shoot up past the Italians and scare them? Or did, is Ghost in on that plan? Because my thought is that Ghost doesn't really know what Kanan did, and that he set up his goons, too to mm-hmm. die and I'm like who's going to be your crew when you take over Tommy's business Kanan but you know I, 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 go ahead. well according to that scene Ghost does tell Kanan I have a plan mm-hmm. they just never said what, what that the plan, plan was. actually was yeah. so then of course we see what actually goes down the plan went left like mm-hmm. I don't think it was supposed to go down so you like think that. that was Ghost's plan and he was on board with what Kanan to scare yes. them yes because okay. he says no one can get hurt especially Tommy so which is why it explains the blank guns the but blank bullets it, the reason why it went left is because remember Kanan specifically said that you guys need to shoot with these blanks but mm-hmm. they took it upon themselves to start shooting with real but how bullets how did he know how because did he know who got hit well, nobody got got hit, but when they're shooting the real bullets, you can see the the spark. Oh, you can see okay. the, so that's why he had to step in and sort of like save the day. I think that he would have sort of been there anyway, tried to make it seem like he was there to like save them. But um, I think he had to because they were ruining. They ruined the plan. He had to basically shoot them. Do you guys think he had planned to shoot them? No, the whole time? I don't think you so. don't think he planned to take. See, my gut is telling me <clears throat> he may have to make to get and end with the Italians because we see he sided right up with Vincent and had that conversation. Right. Well, I think yes. that was I think that was the always Vincent, yeah. that was that was the Canaan plan outside of the Canaan and and Ghost plan. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just want to give a shout out to the guy who plays Trigger. His uh, his real name is Holmes Lindsay, who I talked to on a uh, who I talked to on um, on uh, Instagram. And uh, you know, rest in peace. <laughs> it was we, quick. It was quick. Canaan gone. Um, so. So my question really is um, with the Vincent and Kanan conversation. We saw that, you know, Kanan let it slip that um, I know snitch. Right, but. I didn't know snitch, but <laughs> Tommy didn't take care of those people. Yeah. We see Vincent was looking at um, what's Terezi's man's name that brought Tommy in? Vince, Vincent, Vincent. No, yeah. I thought Vincent was Vincent was um, oh. the, the younger girl. You mean Sammy? Sammy, Sammy yes, yeah. exactly. I'm sorry. So you know his look at his look at Sammy says, "I feel like Sammy doesn't have long because he's going to take the brunt right. of the introduction, and it's just going to be a lot of chaos." And again. 
I I don't know what's gonna happen, but this Italian connection, including Terezi telling Connie, because Connie knows what's up. Yeah. She's been in the game a minute, so she's even looking at her husband sideways. You know, I I just feel like some Connie's gonna find out about Tommy. Um, I feel like <laughs> Sammy is not long of this earth, and Vincent. Um, <laughs> is gonna do something not only to Sammy but I think to Tommy because you know it's just messy. Um what I liked about the storyline is um Teresi really brought in the drama to, to really reel Tommy in. And when you think about it, Tommy is a white kid with uh with a mom who is coquettish mm-hmm. ways about herself. Mm-hmm. They live in an all black neighborhood. So he's never seen his dad, and he meets his friend, James Ghost, who has a family, probably goes to the dinner, you know, probably go to the dinner, probably go to the park, do all of these things with this black family. It becomes his family, then Ghost grows up, and then he has his own family, and Tommy is still in a family that's not his family. So when he... And finally meets his dad and then his dad tells him about the gravesite and and how he's really selling his story about family 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 mm-hmm. then with the the all of his people in the restaurant i mean tommy is just he's in because tommy has always been so lost the only person that he ever had to love was holly who was also crazy like tommy's mama and he had to kill her for to protect the business and their system so i think this is i think Poor Tommy is all I can say <laughs> is he has no idea what he's about to get himself into. Linda Julian said Tommy is going to lose an arm. <laughs> Tommy's going to lose more than an Tommy, arm, I think. I think Tommy is is really is going down. Not long for this. I, I hate think, to say that. I, I do yeah. think that eventually Tommy's going to die, but I thought about it and I actually think that Teresi uh, getting out of jail and doing the whole snitch thing, may he may actually die before Connie. I mean, I could see that because my see, I think that Tommy is torn at this Mm. point because he knows something is shady about Terezi getting out. Mm. And, you know, when he came to the house after, you know, like, hey, we got hit up wanted to make sure you're cool. Um, Why weren't you answering the phone? He could have gone. Terezi was really pressed Mm -hmm. to get some information out. And Tommy held back. And given what had just happened, it was interesting to me that Tommy, I know what he said to Ghost, but, Mm -hmm. you know, he says one thing and does another quite a bit. So I feel like Tommy is unsure, but to your point, he wants to belong. Mm -hmm. And I think at the end of the day, if it comes down to Teresi and the Italians and Ghost, I think Tommy will go with Ghost. I think so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, speaking of speaking of ghosts, uh, let's talk about Ghost Proctor, the daughter, Lindsay, aka Baby Mom, Mock and Cooper. Uh, just really quickly, um, what are your thoughts on Proctor's ex showing up? Who is T. Patterson in regards to the release date and the certificate requests and the house warrant? Just what are your thoughts on the Proctor storyline? I really like, by the way. You really like the storyline. I really like the storyline. And I like the fact that Proctor had to check Ghost and was like, nah, bro, this ain't me. This is a we thing. We all in this together. This is we. Our life is all on the line. So don't come at me like that. And, I, and I'm glad that Proctor... Pr- Proctor is is lose like he is about to lose his religion if you know what i mean like he is mm-hmm. fed up mm-hmm. you know he's scared of tommy tommy's making threats to him this is not what he wanted and so now proctor he's he has about an to, insurance policy though he does <laughs> he does so 
Any thoughts on that? Um, it's minor, but any thoughts on that? If not, we can move on. Not really. I'm okay, just. I, I am excited to see where that where that goes mm-hmm. because uh, it's, it's just starting to unfold, mm-hmm. like many yeah. things, though. So. And the wife, as an ex meth addict, now trying to get her lawyer's license back. There's something right. with that that we're going to find out. Mm-hmm. So. I'm interested in that. I'm interested in that, too. But I'm also very interested to see what's going to happen with Councilman Tate, Ghost, and Dre's situation. So let's yeah. let's talk about this a little yeah. bit. Because um, little by little, after each episode, we're starting to see Tate unfold something a little bit more. So just real quick, let me get your yes or your no. Do you think Tate is uh, scandalous or do you think he's legit? Scandalous. Scandalous. Uh, he for sure. Honey, he's he been scandalous since last season when we saw yeah. him talking to the corner boys. Yeah, okay. Go, go ahead. Sneaky. Okay, great. Then we all agree. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about really fast how, um, you know, after, well, the investor party where especially Ghost and Tasha were supposed uh, to attend, but Tasha didn't. We're not going to get into that because that's a part of something else that I want to mention. Mm-hmm. But, you know, obviously Ghost gets up there to take Tasha's speech and he fumbles. Mm-hmm. And after that whole scene, sorry, guys, we can't break it down anymore. I'm sure you saw the episode. Hopefully you did. But after that party where um, Tate and he's like, okay, something is, we got to do something about this because Ghost is just dropping the ball. So he invites Dre to have a meeting with him to become the face of QCP. Now, what I liked about that particular scene was that Dre seemed to do something that Ghost would, that I've been wanting Ghost to do, which is pick up on Tate. He, mm-hmm. Did you see that scene where he looked yeah. over to the side, he saw the poster of this governor. He's like, something else is up with this. Like, this is game, right? Yeah. But um, obviously, more unfolds. But so far, what do you guys think about um, how that's unfolding? And ultimately, when he decided to come back, we know why Dre decided to come back. We're all clear about why he did that, though, right? Yeah, yep, protection. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And so what do you think is going to unfold? And I'm actually clear to or interested to find out what you guys think about that specific scene, the speech scene that Dre had. I loved it. Dre was a boss. Okay. He, <laughs> he like played the rum. He's like, thank you for bringing me in. And now we're partners. And once again, protection. Because now if he gets touched, even if it's by ghosts, now everything else will crumble down, which is what Ghost is uh, attempting to build. And see, and I and I disagree. I think that that was the downfall of Tate. You have now brought in two drug dealers, gangbangers, murderers, whatever you want to call them, into your into your brand, and you are trying to run for governor. And as we know now, nothing ever is kept a secret in politics. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this was the downfall. You brought in Ghost. All right, cool. Now you bring in Dre, who is running the. I think that's I think that's governor career suicide. Bam. Hmm. Now, uh, M- Mr. Tate mm-hmm. says never underestimate the value yes. of a good image. Public I image. think mm-hmm. Tate was a goon back in the day. Mm-hmm. He yeah. switched up things. Mm-hmm. Now he's the good guy. So don't think he yeah. doesn't know what he's actually doing. Yeah, that's one of my favorite lines mm-hmm. to tell us mm-hmm. what he's about. Like that's really um, yes. sort of a telltale. What were you going to say, Bam? No, no. <laughs> um, I, I definitely loved the the line that Ghost said to Tate at the end. He said, thank you for bringing us together. I will not forget this. And so right. um, that was very, very great. And that's a foreshadow to find out. I think that Tate is going down. I think that he's definitely over with probably mm-hmm. this season. Mm-hmm. And speaking of being over with, shout out to Bam because he made this prediction of Tasha and Ghost. Okay. That marriage is going down the drain. One major scene, it was towards the beginning of the episode, of course. Um, 
Tasha overslept. They were supposed to go to the event, and there's some pills there. So we we see Tasha is trying to uh, deal with everything, and now she's got pills to help her go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Now the interesting thing about that scene, and I know Robin for a fact was like, "What the hell?" Um, <laughs> he was like, he put all the blame on Tasha. He's saying, "I'm raising money for our." daughter and he skated out so once again he's not taking the blame and he's just putting everything on her okay go ahead go go ahead go go first go first you say something that makes that's opposite that i want to say i'm gonna go buck okay so okay so i can drag tasha but i'm gonna be responsible about this okay so so the reality is this and mama estelle was speaking the Mm. truth was speaking the truth to her um she goes on about how he cares about this Queen Shop project, Verena, that is going to fix everything. Mama says to him, it will, Tasha. He's helpless, just like me, just like you. It's nothing. I'm nothing like him. It hasn't worked since Angela. Okay, that is true. But what Estelle was saying to her, she was speaking to the conscious, but because she has other things on her mind in regards to wanting to move this relationship forward, I think her judgment is clouded. But also, hold He's on, hold emotionally on. abusive, yeah. But But also, as Estelle is saying, they are both in wrong in regards to this because neither one of them are communicating and they're both, they're both, first of all, you can't tell somebody how to grieve. If I tell you how to grieve over something that happened to you, you're going to look at me and be like, I need to get the F out of here. You can't mm-hmm. tell somebody how to grieve. I, I, well, she's not even telling him how to grieve. She said, you're not even grieving at all. But you're not even dealing but with it. But, but, let's, but let's, let's go back to, let's go back to season four when they were in the bottom of the garage in the car when she said, you need to fix this. Mm-hmm. It was her who said, you need to fix this. You need to kill whoever you need to kill and you need to take down whatever you need to do to protect whatever, you know, to, mm-hmm. to protect our family. So he, the, the, this Queen Projects thing is helping him, is helping him heal. Is and it helping, Yeah, it is. I do believe it is. And everybody... He's drinking again. Yeah, but she's taking He's pills. Everybody, everybody, yeah. everybody. Yeah. But when Melly on Scandal was uh, sitting on the sofa eating fried chicken, that was her way of mourning. Okay. People have their different way of mourning, and you can't tell somebody how to mourn. Go yeah, ahead. well, okay. I'm not... So so regardless of, of that, whether we think that he's trying to mourn with that or not, mm-hmm. um, she is trying to communicate, and I think that she is trying to get him involved, you know, as in, like, the, the group, you know, the whatever it's called at the church, right? Yeah, uh-huh. um, different things like that. And she's trying to come to him and he's not having it. He's trying to go to Angie to, to have conversations with her. And maybe that's his way of mourning. But still doesn't negate the fact that he's being disrespectful and rude to her. Still doesn't negate the fact that he's trying to put everything off on her like it's all on her right now. Like, <clears throat> she's absolutely right. This does go back. This goes back to, to Angela and, and probably even a little bit more. But he is being so disrespectful. He's calling her selfish. He's calling her. And then the, the fact when she was like... Um, I know we got it. We got to wrap up. So I'm going to tame my little uh, rants. Yeah. But he, when she was packing her stuff and he was like, all right, then leave. I don't need you. I mean, he, he almost turned like a little boy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just being so disrespectful and just. Um, I, I will agree that he is being a little out of pocket. But again, as Estelle said, he's not being himself. And I and yes, he does do a lot of things that's out of pocket. But again, neither both of them need to band together rather than rather than than separate. And I don't agree to band together with Angie. But anyway, and I don't agree with you that she's trying to move on because she's got other things in mind. I know um, the Victor is there, the um, attorney silver, uh silver, right? Sorry, I I know that he's there, but I don't think that that's a prime reason for her to try to move on. I I, think. Well, I, I think I think this is allowing her to say, you know what. 
you're treating me, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're disrespectful. You're doing a bunch of things. It's time for me to move on. The only problem with her moving on. Yeah. She should have moved on a long time ago. Cause we know that this marriage was what it, you know, is what it is. Mm-hmm. But I do think that it's bad timing. And Tasha, you are falling for silver saying that we'll be cut. Hold on. Let me get my notes. He says, I got you. He says that she is no longer in danger. Um, Silver doesn't know that Mm -hmm. she's in cahoots with, with, uh, with, uh, with Angela and, and that there's a lot else that's going on. And then you go to this dude's house and now you about to stay with him. The dude who defended your husband, like it's bad timing and she's going to, this is going to, this is going to bite her in the ass Mm -hmm. and she's going to actually have to go back to ghosts in order to protect herself because she is just as guilty as the rest. So I'm not mm. saying I'm not saying that she shouldn't have left him, but the timing is bad. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. All right, then. <laughs> Go, Jill, I know you got a little uh, something in your spirit. You know, I'm just going to hold it. We just know that I disagree. <laughs> and we're just going to say that. I disagree. And I do think that there's going to be problems for them both, but I think that Ghost needs to rein in himself. Mm-hmm. Oh. I, I, okay, so with that being said, let's go into predictions. Let's go first. After Buzz TV predictions. Guys. Okay, sure. I'll go. <laughs> sure, I believe Tasha is going to run away, but she is going to get in some trouble, and she's going to come right back to Ghost. So um, I think that we are going to see the end of Arturo soon. I also think that um, we're going to get more into Proctor, and it's going to be kind of deep. And I think Tommy's in trouble. I think that just like that very brilliant scene at the finale of this episode where Ghost and Angela are together, and you hear that wonderful song that's called Muddy Waters playing. It was beautifully done. Just like we heard that, they are getting into Muddy Waters, and something is going to go down with that. We have not seen the last of Tariq because Tariq is coming back and I think that um, I've been thinking that Tariq is about to uh, he's about to go rogue (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah we still have the detective to worry about because she's obviously a stalker yes we didn't talk about the fact oh we did't talk about the fact that she sat down with Daryl Gaines Mm -hmm. D Gaines who Angela was using Mm -hmm. his login and now it's coming to uh, light that he was in, I guess, suspended for you know login tampering, but uh, we know that that was Angela. So she said she has a theory, and mm-hmm. I'm sure her theory is probably right, and we'll see. And and again, you know, we're gonna obviously fi- we're gonna obviously figure out you know why she is so set against yes. uh, Angela, mm-hmm. um, and clearly Tasha ghost everybody else who she's got in her. Yeah, she layout. has every she has everybody on her interrogation board. Yeah, connecting dots. Um, so I'm gonna still stick with the fact that you know Dre will die, but I also think that crystal ball is going to take over and then i think he's gonna go back into business with ghosts since they have no personal beef Mm. um diego is also on the chopping block um um, diego's on the chopping block and then i wonder will who's gonna kill him and don't forget jason's gonna pop back up because he wants his money yes and tommy's been stressing about that too yes he has so i think there's a i think there's a lot on the line um i think that angela will tell Ghost eventually what's been going on with her and Tasha uh, because something's going to happen because... Oh, and she spotted the tracker again. Sorry, just want to mention that. Mm-hmm. Remember on the paper yeah, yeah, about yeah. at the end. I just wanted to get that in there. I know we're late, but... Can you uh, explain that? So there was paperwork that mm-hmm. um, I can't remember who dropped the file off in the office. She flipped to it. She saw Tommy's name and she saw that there's still an active tracker um, on uh, tab car. on his car. car. So I don't know. You know, and then soon after she called Ghost. So I don't know if that's part of what she's going to reveal to Ghost and we'll mm-hmm. see next episode, but clearly something's coming up with that. And then here comes the music. 
music. So mm-hmm. <laughs> you remember when they tapped the car? Yes, I okay. do. That so, yeah, was, that's uh, what she said. I can't like, remember what season, but yeah. Yeah, it was last season. Like, was it early yeah. season? No, it was early just season last four. season. Early season. So they're they're all they're all in trouble, and I wonder what is going to happen. But uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, thank you to all the guys on the live chat who who was giving your comments. Sorry we were late due to technical difficulties uh, with our Skyping. And uh, let everyone know where you guys can be found on social media. Well, guys, you know that you can catch me on um, all of my social media platforms at Robin Ayers. You can follow me everywhere at Stiletto Jill, including YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. Um, On Instagram at the Jimmy V. And real quick, uh, sorry, I I had the wrong lower third up, but uh, it's up now for our special guest Victor Almanzar so it's at Val V-A-L Manzar M-A-N-Z-A-R 2 for all your audio listeners again it's at V-A-L M-A-N-Z-A-R 2 sorry about that and we want to thank our special guest. Thank you, Victor. Victor. Definitely Cheers make sure you. to follow him. Yeah, um, really great guy. Congrats to you on everything. Um, and then thank you. Um, I'm Bam Erickson. You can find me on all social media at Bam Erickson. And we want to thank you guys for tuning in because we love doing what we're doing. And we want to thank you so much. And next week is episode five. Oh, wait, wait. Episode five. Yes. So listen, with episode five, there's always an aha moment. So as the music is rapping, give me a, what do you guys think will be the aha moment? And then, and then you can take us away. It it might be take going. Somebody's gonna die. Yeah. Somebody's gonna die. Yeah. Someone, (laughs) someone major. Someone's gonna die. Someone major dies and, um. I don't know what it is, but someone major dies and, uh, we will talk about it next week. So thank you guys. Yes, yes, yes. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.